2023 look at that another beautiful day to have a beautiful day the sun is shining in miami yep we're still out here i got my boy nello actually right on my left he's shooting shout out to the adamus collective jn and the, and the squad he's out here come here come here nello come here come here come here come here, come here nello. there you go you were live on video as well at the same time we're live on audio you see, like, oh. we, we, yeah, that's Manuel's OSF. See, we got the whole thing going on. <laughs> and so, and so, we're, it's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. It's not shining. It's definitely shining out here. I love it. I could get used to this, guys. I love it. I totally get your whole Portugal shtick now, uh, Mando. I, I will never make fun of it again. Um, I will definitely uh, <laughs> be looking to moving into the sun. Uh, but Mando, OSF, <laughs> how y'all doing? Good morning. GM, guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Just brings the heat every day, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, doing great, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's so. Funny. I, don't, I don't know why I say that as if like I haven't been speaking to you guys for like the last fucking. It's not like we just had like two back to back meetings together. I think yeah. we have. I think we've got to that stage in our relationships where we basically have a perpetual conversation. Like, there's no real like. There's no stop. Oh, yeah, hey, it's just one, hey, it's just one no... big GM Web three show, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's no like, like, hey, how you doing? It's just like a fucking whole big thing you, you know like, it's never ending conversation. wow you sound miserable <laughs> no, I'm, wow. not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing are, are you are you unhappy in our, are you unhappy in our throuple <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh my god I love it. oh my god that is uh that is um that is so funny dude okay so I, I we're live on video we're live on we're live on audio why am i getting this is it my whatsapp that's that's beeping i don't know which one it is is uh is, is but uh, maybe it's, not, it's me not my whatsapp but anyways we're out here uh you know dude whatever happened to my announcement of the spaces yesterday like that that thing definitely uh you know uh, that thing definitely got bought it but i think there's gonna be a whole lot of people in here <laughs> And if you guys saw uh, that, that, I just checked it out because I'm trying to pin it. This thing has 1,372, 1,312 retweets. I'm here like, wait, what? <laughs> what have Barack Obama coming on stage today? Uh, <laughs> You're part of the global cabal of NFT influencers. Speaking of global so cabal and bot networks, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna be talking about this because I did my I did my research last night. You know, I was up I was up a little late so that I could listen on, on on some Twitter Spaces about it and get ready for this morning. But anyways, 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 today on the show, today, today, macro crypto NFT market report. The Fed was yesterday. We saw a, a pump across all markets. We love to see it. So we're gonna have OSF. Amado, break this down for us. What happened with the, with the Fed? Botnet scandal was all about. Big 158-page long um, 
presentation. That's what you call it. Yeah, presentation uh, was uh, was put out yesterday. Uh, and so it caused quite a ruckus uh, across uh, NFT and uh, crypto Twitter, uh, tons of spaces. Did you read it? I, I went through all of it. Um, didn't read all of it, but I went through all, I skimmed through it. And <laughs> Did I was you on, actually? Yeah, I was on a space till like one in the morning, actually talking about it and listening. Oh, wow. It. Yeah. And some of the people that were accusing that were on, on the stage and everything. So it was quite the space. And the space got bought it. So someone attacked the space. It got 5,000 listeners. It was a, it was a 1,200, like crazy. It was actually like 1,200 listeners. But then it got attacked by like 4,000 fake boss and shut down. Then Leap went back with Thread Guy. It was Thread Guy and Leap hosting it. Um, and nice. so it was, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty wild, uh, up there. Kilia was up there. It was, it was like, everyone was up there. Uh, so yeah, I went through it. Um, obviously thread lightly every time there's stuff that comes out about people, right? Um, there's, you only hear one side, but I think it's important to, to hear both and everything. So we'll, I'll be able to give people TLDR, I think. Uh, but I hear Ovi's an expert in the matter. So maybe I will hospital pass that to him. Um, and then <laughs> and Coinbase NFT, Coinbase NFT, I'm great, I'm great, Coinbase Coinbase NFT, um, you know, shuts down. Um, you know, I think they didn't even try, but uh, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. And then the market in general. But then join with our partner today, uh, Guild of Guardian, uh, the game mobile RPG RPG sorry RPG game with a million players on their wait list. So it's pretty big. Uh, it's actually a, a game that is owned by Immutable X. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, to it's talk well known. It's been yeah. around, been around for a long time. Dude, we're, I think we're turning into so a gaming. That's, show. that's an OG. That's an OG gaming project at this time, at this stage. But I think we're turning into a gaming show. I think I, I mean, might as well say like GM GM gaming, you know, because I feel like we have we have had consistently one or two shows a week for the last month about gaming, and but that that goes to show you a lot of where the space is headed. Uh, and so it's true, you know, this whole like game fight thing and everything. So it's working. So I cannot wait actually to be joined uh, by the team to be able to talk about that because obviously, like, um, there's a lot. Like, I saw a lot of the quote tweets and people were hyped. So this is going to be another big one. You know what to do, ladies and gentlemen. Bottom right, to participate, to share your thoughts, but also to hit us with the RT and get the people in the space. And later during the space, I'll be giving out the code to earn Ruck token. As usual, ruck.fm forward slash rewards uh, to get involved. But anyways, 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 without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? So I'm I'm coming in today being like very very fucking bullish in the market. Um, we talked about the FOMC yesterday, and to be honest with you, it's pretty much like I don't want to say max bullish because there are some things that are like um, a bit confusing, but it was a very very strong um, and kind of like a turnaround commentary from the Fed. So I think most people expected. Um, a 25 basis point hike in the interest rates. That's what we got. The Fed didn't change their terminal rates. The terminal rate is 5% and we're at 4.75% right now. Um, so there's probably one more hike left at some point this year. And Powell has, has usually in, the, in pretty much every single FOMC for the last 12 months has been very bearish, very hawkish, saying things like um, inflation is still going to be sticky, the labor market sticky, we're going to go through a lot of pain, um, the economy's in trouble, all this kind of stuff before it gets better. Um, but yesterday he was like, well, look, this is the first time they kind of acknowledged that inflation has been trending lower and it's going in the right direction. It's the first time they hadn't said something like, we thought inflation would be lower than where it is. And what's even more interesting, I think, is that he didn't really talk about much economic weakness. He actually talked about economic strength. And his view is that we still see positive growth this year, which I think is um, maybe somewhat of a... Um, of a, I don't want to say controversial view, but maybe it's, it's a little bit contrarian. 
Um, but that's what he thinks. And um, I guess like what he's saying and what he said yesterday is he thinks this idea of a soft landing scenario is actually kind of um, what he's going for. He's going for this idea of like, he thinks inflation can come down to 2% without significantly impacting the economy or the labor market, which pretty much is a soft landing scenario, which is the best case scenario, something that we've talked about, but something that I think previously people assigned a very low probability to. Um, but now people are like, oh, wow, like maybe this is this is what could happen. And look, I think, remember, with all these things, there's a lot of like politics involved, there's a lot of reputation involved. And you know, Jerome Powell didn't want to be going out. He's been uh, Fed chairman for a while now, so retirement potentially is, is on his mind at some stage. But he didn't want to go out being like, oh, I'm the guy that fucking sent the US economy into inflation and it took 10 years to fix or whatever. Um but with, um, you know, with inflation definitely coming lower now because the comps versus last year are easier, he has an incentive to just fucking gun stocks and talk it up now because he, he can come out of this a hero. Like, he can come out of this as a guy who's like, oh, we had an inflation problem, we fixed it, and by the way, we ended 2023 with equities um, having a big positive return. And he doesn't need to cut rates to do that. He can just talk up the economy, and that's exactly what he did yesterday. He was like, I think the labor market's strong. I think we'll have um, slower growth, but it will still be positive, and I think inflation is in the right direction I think we're going to have 2% inflation without impacting the economy. And that, for me, the whole thing is like very, very, very bullish. I was actually surprised we didn't rally even more yesterday. But to be honest with you, markets are, are up again today. Like yesterday, we ended the day up 1% and 2% on the S&P 500 and NASDAQ. Today, we're up 1.4% and 3.2% on both. The NASDAQ is going to continue to outperform here. Interest rates are, are rallying a lot, 10 years back to 3.36%. Um, that's probably like a 15 basis point move in, in, in the last few days. Oil sticking around at, at 76. Um, and crypto is doing well. I'm kind of surprised crypto isn't higher. Like we're at just below 20, 23.7 on Bitcoin. We're at 16.75 on ETH. ETH has started to outperform Bitcoin now. That ratio went from 0.069 to now 0.072. So you're starting to see ETH catch up. Um, but we are really at crypto. We are at levels we were on. We were at on Sunday before you had what was a very, I think, market-positive Fed. So to be honest with you, I think crypto, I think the markets will continue to rally here, and I think crypto has a lot of room, uh, a lot of room to rally and, and a lot more upside here. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it seems, it seems like we got quite, yeah, yesterday was was pretty impressive. Right after the Fed, like it was like, what, 2.30? The presser was like, what, 2.30? Like I think it was 2.32 and the market was going berserk. Like <laughs> you had Mando out here sending us his trades. You had, you had everybody like tweeting about it. Like the market was going crazy. Um, so, you know, I think, um, I think, uh, I guess we'll see where where, uh, where that takes us. But the, the ETH chart was, was, uh, was pretty neat. Uh, yesterday, I think so it what, hasn't really even that hasn't really even that move. As Obi just said, like this is kind of where we were at this Sunday. And although, yeah, that was. I mean, we got a new high, high, right? Like, they made new highs, right? Sixty ninety six. Yeah, but then you dip back down. Like it's not been that big a move. Kind of like take big, a step back. Yeah, rates are three point three percent. Exactly. Oil's at seventy five. Exactly. The stock market. Importantly, tech stocks are ripping on the back of what Meta yeah, look at, look at yesterday. Meta yeah. Yeah, like I don't. I just. I don't know. I put on more risk this morning, <laughs> even more than I put on last last night. Oh. I just and maybe that's maybe that's um, that. maybe that's getting too much for people. But like, I, yeah, I I I I genuinely think the up the risk here is that we we can we can go up a lot more, particularly now that crypto is kind of underperforming. It just feels like not a bad time to to buy it. Um, I would say relative to, to other things, uh, in terms of the big big risk still left, Obi. Like, this is what I was trying to kind of go through. 
What do you think? Is is it is it really just like Putin does something crazy in Ukraine, or like what what really derails this? Because even the ECB, which is European Central Bank, they raised rates today, and I think rates ripped. Right, they went a lot lot lower even on the back of that, because the expectation is that they even predict a, a far milder recession. And I think that was the case in the UK as well. So all these central banks around the world are indicating that they do not think there's going to be a severe recession and that also that they're coming towards the tail end of their hiking cycles. Yeah. So there's one hike left, 25 basis points, that's it. And it, it, the, my main worry for the whole year was that the US housing market was going to go like get absolutely destroyed and that would take down the rest of the like the rest of the global economy to a certain extent but even i looked like new housing starts i think it was yesterday didn't even look that bad like it just doesn't look like it's going to be as cataclysmic at this stage now this is obviously moving parts but Oil at seventy five, rates were at three point three percent on ten year, and and stocks not really down that much now. Um, if if tech stocks are able to bounce here, they're already up ten percent so far this year. Crypto is still down sixty five percent, roughly sixty percent from the high. Um, there's a lot of room that it can that it can run, in my opinion. All right. Well, I yeah. guess uh, we'll see where that goes. Oh, sorry. Did you want to add something to that? Um, no, nothing to add. I just think, uh, I just like, I was going to buy, I really, I'm really, really disciplined. I've been really disciplined about everything that I've been doing for the last 18 months. And like, I, as we mentioned, like I spent most of last year, like dollar cost averaging. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't like, I don't really need to buy anything this year. Cause I, I feel like I bought the risk I wanted to buy last year, but man, last night was I so fucking tempted to be fucking like, buy more and i didn't do it buy like i really what? like buy i really what specifically like just like crypto in general risk. like risk yeah like eth or um whatever because like I, I just think this is one of those things stuff is really shifting now it's really really shifting well, and polygons are talking about these paradigm know. shifts yeah you talk about these paradigm shifts and like i mean that guy il capo crypto whatever man like he must be <laughs> yo yo right now because things are changing like I know crypto isn't that much higher than, than where it was, and he maybe might not be that much lower, but that's a big, big change in the macro rhetoric. And I mean, dude, you can't just you, you can't just watch charts. Like that's not going to yeah, save it's not, it's not going to save you. And he will see that the charts will tell a different story because the charts will change where, as the fundamentals change. And um, yeah, like he's in trouble. He's in trouble. Somebody I check on Capo. Well. You'll have a bunch of. You'll have a bunch of people who are chartists telling you, "Oh no, but this chartists. can't go up that much," or yeah, no. like this. Looks, and like, they, I would say that even when you look at some of the metrics last week, crypto looked overbought, and I can imagine it dipping, and it kind of mm. did, right? This it had its little bit of a dip over the last over last week in in Bitcoin and, and ETH. But what is your bear case now? The main, like the big, big, you know, bear case for risk assets over the last year is that interest rates were high. And that that was going to cause some sort of a leverage meltdown in um, in various different places. But let's say uh, government debt was a big one. Um, high yield market, which is generally what we, we used to trade like junk bonds. Um, you had it in crypto where like, like levered players would get exposed by a, a dip. But that all seems kind of rear view here. Like the Fed is changing their policy, it looks like. Um, even... 
even in the press conference yesterday, Powell was asked directly, um, what do you think about the loosening of like financial conditions? What do you think about the stock market rallying? And he seemed nonplussed. Like he basically just said, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really worried about it. Like, I think that's okay. And that's when the market really ripped. So like, if you actually noticed that the market was not trading that well until he started talking about that, which means that I kind of agree with what Ovi's saying, like, he might just gun the stock market here. Like if inflation's coming down and he feels that he can, he has allowed a little bit of room to be less hawkish, then yeah, like I, I just, I sit here and I go like, why are you bearish on crypto? No one, apart from maybe the Barry Silbert stuff, like maybe that, but the, Genesis already filed. Like that's, that already feels rear view. You'd have to see a massive player explode yeah. like Coinbase or Binance. And I don't think that's, that's happening. Um, I don't see frothy stuff happening in DeFi right now. Nothing, nothing like unbelievable. Um, GameFi got destroyed and is now being built back up, and it feels like like the good projects there also don't even seem that frothy. It seems like not even a bad time to get in, as you've seen the move in a bunch of the different coins recently. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm bullish. Uh, this is the most bullish I've been for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, I think um, to answer your question, um, what could go wrong? I think geopolitical stuff is always like the red herring, isn't it? That's the um, um, That's always the um, that's always the risk. I mean, I don't have a good handle of that, and it could be it could be anything. It could be Ukraine. It could be um, other parts of the world. So that's the thing to watch out for. Yeah, I uh, guess. Uh, so far, we're fine. Go ahead. No, I think so far, I think we're fine. Yeah, so hopefully nothing happens. Um, if you're wondering where Capo is, last he tweeted was Jan 29th, and he said that he's fine, but I think he's on a mental health break, and it might be prolonged. Uh, <laughs> you know, dude, I how many people, like, do you think listen to someone like that just that keeps on lying about how the market's going to get hammered, and then turns out they... He's not lying. He's not, like, not he's lying. No, sorry, not he's lying, acting though. like he knows his shit, though. Uh, so <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, I think it was... Uh, I think um, I think that was a funny one. But anyways, uh, I guess uh, that's about it with regards to that. Um, Ovi, just one last question for you is, um, what are we looking towards next? Like, what are your? I know you love your little numbers there. What's the next one? What's the data? Yeah, I remember mean, to ask. We have we have payrolls next on Friday, okay. which is a big one. That's now interesting because I think look, markets are rallying now on this idea of not necessarily the. Um, the Fed cutting rates, I think then rallying on this idea of a soft landing. So before we were like, oh, we want this, we want payrolls to come in lower. We want um, like uh, consumer confidence to come in lower. We want these data points to come in lower because it puts pressure on the Fed to actually cut rates. So now given we're rallying on this narrative of a soft landing, like what happens if if the data comes in lower? Does that mean, well, actually... um, the economy may be worsening and that's a potential risk. I don't know. Does it mean, does it put pressure on the Fed to cut rates? Well, I don't, I still don't think they're in, I still don't think they want to cut rates. I think they want to be able to hold it here as long as they can. And if it comes in higher, is it actually a good thing? Because it's like, well, the economy is still fine and we know inflation is coming lower. So I'm kind of interested to see how markets will react. And yes, before yesterday, I would have told you if it hit 175K or lower, which is the consensus, um, the markets would have rallied. And if it came above, markets would have sold off. Now I'm not so sure. Like I actually think if it comes in above, it's a good thing. Because again, it's just like showing markets are fine. And we know we know like inflation is coming lower this year because 
comps versus last year are so easy, it's definitely coming lower. So I don't know. Like it, it might just be, and, and if, but if it comes in lower, I think markets still rally because people are like, ah, oh, like you might cut rates. So this is one of those <laughs> things. Like you can, win, win. I think, I think it will be volatile around that, and it will be just like it was yesterday, right? Like it will go up, it will go down. But then once the new narrative is formed, I actually think what Obi's saying there is true. And I don't know if I'm just going ridiculously bullish here, but you can create a bar- bullish narrative over either way that goes. Right? I, I, I love when you talk bullish I to feel, me. And I feel like that's what is the that's what people wanna wanna create right now. So yeah. I think that'll be a it, it it could very easily do that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I am euphoric right now. I'm euphoric. Uh, and we are joined by Dees, who's probably feeling just as euphoric. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Dees. <laughs> GM, 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 actually perfect timing. Feeling, feeling good, feeling comfy. Feeling, are you are you max bidding? No, I, I put in a little bit yesterday. You love to see it, um, but but I'm not not max bidding. But I'm comfy. Yeah, I'm happy. Definitely. How, how, how have you done on Canto? This Canto thing, I, I've missed it. I feel like already it was up like forty percent yesterday. We had him on the show two days ago. I should have put it in then, but oh. It's crazy. It's crazy how many so people seem to be killing it on that. <laughs> to get Farouk to buy Canto, I've been. I, I went to Farouk's house. With it's my about to gaslight me right now. Like, let me let me show you how to do this. And Farouk just shut the door in my face. He's like, "I'm too busy. Like, I, I don't Yo. want to make this too And I was like, "All right, all right, I'll let you go. I'm not gonna force feed it to you." Yo, that's not okay. And that was at twenty five cents. Okay. So, no, really? That that's not true. Uh, well, it's somewhat. True. And now it's trading at fifty-seven cents. Well, that's what I, I thought it was yesterday. I know I'm I'm down so horrendous right now. Like I'm actually like so like it's so horrendous. And and you know what's the craziest part? Like we hosted Scott Lewis and stuff, and 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 we didn't feel anything. So you know what? Maybe that's better that way. <laughs> Maybe it's better that way. Yeah. People people aren't Baroque is famous pumping and dumping and alternative. <laughs> Go ahead, Mando. <laughs> I said Farouk has famously never bridged anything in his life. So the when you turn the bridge, it's just like, are yeah, you kidding not me? I've tried. I, I've done the polygon, the polygon bridge. Polygon. What about polygon when, bridge? When? Polygon. when did you bridge the polygon? I did the Please polygon bridge to get those dumb Trump NFTs, and that thing didn't even work out well. And we also did we bridged polygon once to get the cool cats milk Reddit. and the Reddit. The Reddit. <laughs> he never bought. No, the I didn't do the Reddit. I had to buy it for him. I, I had Mando do it for me. I didn't want to bridge more because I, I I don't I, I it's just like. Like, I'm just like, yo, you know, but the, but the Canto stuff, uh, definitely, uh, definitely got to get more involved. But you know what's worse, worse than these, uh, you know, trying to like walk my like walk me through it and like hold my hand uh, to do so is uh, is uh, is uh, being told like in August last year <laughs> to get involved <laughs> at six cents. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you could have just been stacking rewards, not worried about Literally. it, creating generational wealth. Go. And instead, you know, here we there you go. But you know what? Thank, thank God. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Eth is is doing well. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, hopefully our NFTs uh, will do well and are doing well. Let's actually get right into that. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Can you dig it? Yeah, GM, everyone. Well, I think. Uh, to be honest, the move in the move in ETH kind of dampened the, the like the sales of of most of the NFT market yesterday. It seemed to take over uh, take over the, the the majority of price action. Most stuff is down probably about three to five percent today. Although there are some like notable 
exceptions mainly in the checks slash um, visualized value ecosystem, which is now just just below Crazy. one. Wow. What? Checks is at 0.94. How did they... we miss this? Yo! Insane. Um, <laughs> it, it looked like it was driven. I mean, it'd been coming for a while. It'd been coming for a while. Like it, it barely sold off each day and just kept going. But uh, they did. I think I saw Budweiser did a tweet yesterday. They did derivatives. Budweiser did a derivative. Yeah, which is like a checks derivative and stuff just went mental. And then. Um, I think I saw something which is like you can do your own avatar without a background, and a lot of people have been playing. That, like that's come also from visualized value. Um, it's all for me, and people are just loving it. Like loving some of the stuff he's coming out with from um, like a creative standpoint. Definitely has the like the vibe of the market here. Like whatever he's doing at the moment is just turning to gold. So. Um, Pretty much everything that he's involved in is, has done incredibly well off the back of that. Um, like I said, most other things are slightly lower. It, it feels like the the meme slash open edition meta seems to be slightly dropped over the last few days. Um, so I'm seeing s- smaller open edition mints and, and still like I think even the the memes um, uh, dropped by Sajito and and. That I think it has dropped a little bit sizably over the last twenty four hours, and I think now the floor of the memes by six five two nine is is at zero point three, and it was at zero point five. You can kind of you can kind of feel that slightly dropping, but um, yeah, that might just be a, a broader representation of what's happening in the NFT space. The other big one here, and I don't want to highlight it again, is the duplicators are down thirty uh, percent. It looks like in the last twenty four hours. Um, there was a lot of positive sentiment on my timeline about about uh, you know the the idea that some of these rare traits were selling. Um, I think it might just be now that there is that notable disparity. Like mm-hmm. the reason why the floor is dropping so much is that like there are rares and there are not rares. So it might mask actually a less um, a less aggressive uh, move in the overall market value of the project. But yeah, it definitely that's definitely dipped, and um, that's maybe not uh, uh, that's maybe not the like the best thing. Um, other than that, the whole board ape ecosystem, Yuga Labs, they haven't really moved. Um, CryptoPunks I think were the most active trade trading yesterday. I think a couple of there's been a three hoodie punk sales. It looks like yesterday. Really? Um, definitely moving hands. Two forty. They're now on. Now got them on DGENs, so if you... Uh, finally. Yo, you these, want, yeah, it's about time these guys added DGENs, there. the CryptoPunks, the DGENs Finance dashboard. Finally, <laughs> I see the king of NFTs at the top right there. We right held there. off for as long as we could, and then we decided we had to add them. It was about uh, time. No, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Mando, yesterday you were asking me what punk you should be getting. So, you know... I do want to buy a punk. Like, I do want to buy a punk. I've, de- I've decided... Um, yes. I just want to find out which punk I want to buy. I was looking at some of these hoodies yesterday. And Kevin I just Rose feel like if I buy a hoodie punk, it's just a bit of like, oh, zombie. you know, he's trying to be that guy. Um, so like, maybe like when I, that. I think you get yeah, Kevin Rose's exactly. zombie. It's listed. I feel like hoodie punk is the... you buying. You, you, it's like you're buying being cool at this stage. And I, I just don't know if that's cool <laughs> in itself. So uh, I was looking at some of the other traits. And, and look, I like the VR goggles. I think, I think those are cool. Um, 
and which other ones that I really I like top hats. Top hats just I I, yeah. I feel like it's more my vibe than hoodie. Yeah, hat, and top honest. hat. Where's the top hats at? I mean, these can help. I mean, these yeah. is quite the connoisseur. These what what, what punk would you attribute to Mando? I, I like the top hats. I've always Wrong been somebody only. who has been very <laughs> biased um, when it comes to top hats, and like I never thought cowboy hats would flip them. So you know, I'm always for some top hat maximalism. Dude, this this top hat um, here on floor. Top hat summer, you know, it just feels like it's coming. I mean, look at this one. You got the front beard, earring, top hat, and eye patch. It's kind of clean. You can't let them get a front. No, it's beard, not. Dude. It's that's it's like not the a, ass eaters uh, like the other ones. It's the that's no, it's the other. No, it's not. The, this one doesn't look like an ass eater. This the that one is. yeah, Ginger I guess. Yeah, Ginger I mean, <laughs> Get that one for Amanda. Um, <laughs> that's the one you want. <laughs> you guys are so bad. Oh my I god! Think you get you get a dildo head. Yeah. Man. No, no, not for me. Not for me. Uh, look, I think I oh, think wow. it's gonna this have is to be so Mando. Hat. Wait, isn't that Deezus? That's not Deezus, right? The top hat shadow beard. No, D- I have one listed for. Yeah, that's Deezus. The sixteen. That's Deezus yeah. punk. <laughs> These owns that one. That's Mando. That's is this actually like a slow play? Is that why you got these on today? Like you guys have <laughs> you slowly drifted towards me buying a punk. And then... This morning I was like, I need to sell this top hat punk. <laughs> I'm, I'm making ten percent on the on the sale too in the back. He's back doing me ten percent, Mando. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. Um, you the know. global cabal again. It's, the... um... <laughs> it's like pegs. We're running. <laughs> Oh, oh, you guys! I know you. You two, you two, I'm like the Canary and these crew. You guys, you guys. I do. I do think me and me and OSF should get back into punks. But you the, guys the get this game. one. I mean, no, you can't share. You can't share one punk for two people in the Telegram no, chat. Exactly. We'll get. We'll get one. We'll get one. Good. We'll get one. Okay. We'll get two. Uh, Good. Uh, you know. <laughs> to be clear, that, this won't be our profile picture on Telegram or, or anywhere. Like we'll, we'll it's going to be right guys, but. I'm, that's fair. To. That's fair. I mean, I'm never changing my PFP back, <laughs> you know. But though I, I love my punk. But you know, it's uh, it is what it is. We we rock our own. We rock our own jams. But yo, that this punk, you, these got. I mean, I'm sure these can cut your a deal here. You know that that's that looks like you. I'm not gonna lie. At 1630. Yeah. You know, top hat, albino. You know, um, shadow beard. <laughs> Classic Mando. <laughs> no, tell me this is not Mando Ovi. Like I'm sharing a video. Wow. Like, you know, I don't know if it's racism or not. That's Mando nine months into the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mando before he moved to Portugal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my favorite trade is cowboy hat. It's like my dream to like have a cowboy hat. Punk. Cowboy hat, I, I liked as well. To be honest, yeah. I did like it. I've, um, I've always wanted a cowboy hat punk. To me, it's like, and this one's like got the glasses like me too. But uh, Corey did nail the cowboy hat, so maybe I'll just settle for that uh, in our collection because <laughs> it's a little bit expensive for now. But um, also on the NFT front, I mean, Mando, obviously, like, I think, you know, these you were involved too. I know you, you bought some, you sold some too, just, just like me in terms of the memes. I mean, it was an obvious, you know, sell off because it was just, it was crazy. It was up only <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> it was like, dude, when you were comparing Rare Pepe, like, yeah. Yeah, is... to meme cards, it was just crazy. It was like, all right, I can buy, like, Rick Austin Brooks <laughs> meme card for 1.6 ETH, and there's like a thousand of them. Or I can get this edition of 69 of the Pepe for one ETH. And it's like, is the added utility of maybe being able to incrementally mint more meme cards worth that giant premium we saw? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was hard to, like, as a collector. I see Jake's down there. I was able to yes. pick up one of his 
I was able to pick up one of his, one of Rick's, and one of um, Joe Pieces last night. So it's like trying to get things people are ignoring while the hype is elsewhere. You so broke Joe Pieces ATH, I think. That's what you said, right? <laughs> For, the... For the Pepe card, according to the uh, Pepe website. Yeah. It shows all the prior sales. Yeah, I, I bought it for the highest price. It's uh, I mean, it's just it, it's you see that that's the same thing. So I saw you pick up the Joe Peas. You said the Rick, the Frog one, Jake Freed. I'm Jake, shout out Jake Freed by the way. He's here every morning. Uh, I'd love to host Jake Freed one day. I guess <laughs> we got to do something with it. <laughs> He's such a dope artist. I, and he had a physical piece also in Miami that Ovi and I saw uh, during Art Basel. It was on the wall. It was on an auction. But oh, sorry, I meant to share the screen. Uh, but it's um, it's pretty cool. This is actually the Joe Peas piece, the Pepe card. It's so crazy. Like, it's just insane. Um, pack. It's called pa- pa- Package Claim. Package Claim here. <laughs> so that makes sense. So I, I understand the sell-off. Simon the Meebs, of course, right? So I shout out to Sergito, though. Yeah. Like, he's, like, curating dope art. They still doing it. Yeah, yeah no, no. It's, it's not that it's a bad project. Just, it, like, it, obviously it's, it's just, like, you, you have the meta for a little bit, and it, it can come back to that very yeah. quickly, I think. But Probably right well. now, it seems to be <laughs> yeah. slightly moving away from that. Do you think that the that. Kazomo memes will will reinvigorate the meme landscape or do we think that that'll just further um, disperse meme liquidity when does this launch these like wasn't that yesterday you i forgot about that i think it might have got delayed um i i I don't i'm going through kazama's twitter yeah i'll figure it out it seems um i think the concept is not it's not like it's got a moat around the concept, right? The idea, it, I think what it's slightly done is replaced what people were asking for to a certain extent, which is that element of curation along with community building mm-hmm. across maybe different artists. That's actually quite a powerful thing. And I think I think that can stick around for a while. The fact that, the and I think that probably did start with the fake rares, right? That's really where this 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 whole concept started. And then uh, the means by 6529 has taken off, but lots of people will, will do this. And I do think that's a concept yeah. that will be successful in this space for sure. Yeah. So he says there will be memes. However, we've decided to postpone launch as there's something else brewing worth waiting for. If all goes well, it will be the biggest announcement in the history of the Mendici collection. Bigger than acquiring right click save. Oh, wow. I mean, that was big on its own. And uh, that's it for your patience uh, from Kozomo. So away from that, away from that looks like a Twin Flames traded yesterday. What? For 42 ETH, which, yeah. Looks How like much? A Twin Flames, which I thought was... 42 ETH, which Ooh. which I thought was low, but that's one of the low. That's one of the the very few recent trades for that. Um, interestingly, like yeah, that the like the high end photography part of the market hasn't really seen that much. Like the obviously where my bands go as well. The floor isn't. Um, I think where is where is the where my pants I'll tell you right now. now. It's, it's still in the 40s, but the, it hasn't traded in a bit. Um, I think I was looking. At, it's 34 right it's now. Actually, 34. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You see what I mean? Like they, they haven't really participated, which I'm surprised either. about because it does seem like again you want to buy stuff when the when the meta is not with that, right? Good <laughs> stuff which looks cheap. Yeah. Like if you can buy Justin Abbasano Twin Flames at 42, like you should. And uh, I I look at something like that again and think, okay, well, it'll come back to this space, no doubt. Worried. It's just not there yeah. right now. I mean, also Drift think, has been uh, like whenever Drift goes on like fully active and everything like this, when like things go crazy, I know he's been pretty busy and you know. His his brother had passed away a few months ago, and he took some time um, aside from the from the space as well, rightfully so. So yeah, I mean, you guys were thinking of adding where my vans go. This is like almost like you're almost at the stage where, oh wow, this one is beautiful. Damn, beautiful. Yeah, look, that's the sort of stuff that I would definitely look at. 
like no, no doubt about it. Um, and it, like you said that, that about Driftner, it's incredibly sad that that happened. But I I don't really mind if he's around or not. Like it feels like yeah. it's a collection that has Same. its value, irrespective <laughs> of that. So it's I think that's a really good thing for that project, right? Like he doesn't need to sit there and no. be like. You know, like sending out tweets for that. To be I don't. I don't valuable. need. I don't need Drift to like be around Twitter Spaces to 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 make me feel better about my where my fans go. Uh, to be honest, uh, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean. It's like I, I'm like it's the type of thing where I'm like, oh, like look, like like the other day I was talking about the collection. And I was like, oh, look, that's my where my fans go, and people are like, wow, like you, like you know, we we're talking to Corey and stuff about Drift and art in general the other night, and I was like showing the where my fans go, and like it's like even the reaction from other artists like respects like wow, like that's like Drift, you know. Also, it's like super cool to see, and that's mm. not going anywhere. Uh, there was like. So, Cool Cats had a town hall yesterday. Um, for all this hype, I'm going to sound so bad. It's just I don't see the hype. Again, for all the hype. The town hall didn't seem to, like, follow the hype again uh, for all the trailers. And, like, for, like, making Clone disappear on Twitch and then reappear with, like, an outline of a cat and then to launch a rewards program. I mean, we have one, but it's not like, crazy. I've heard that Cool Cats has been bought probably about 20 We've times. We've heard that in the last literally two since years. last October. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I think October 2021 was the first time I heard the rumor of an acquisition. And now we're in 2023. So, so I you, thought you, like you they've been acquired cool a few times. Yeah. Cool Cats has been bought six times in the last two years already. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought this was about. It, it seems to be a change of direction. Um, maybe some more detail around it. They've clearly put some effort into this as a as a thought process. Maybe we spoke about this yesterday, right? Like, I think I'd still rather buy clones than Cool Cats, but I think Cool Cats, um, you know, feels well, the like they're coming together different. with a, a more cohesive strategy, and I think they can get it back on the road. And yeah, hopefully, I, I do like that IP. I think I think it do well. It's a great IP. It's awesome IP. I yeah. love this though. I love that they're changing the the whole. You know, they're trying to you know uh, do all these things. It seems like they had a proper uh, like. For me, like they're probably resetting their foundations. I think it got lost in the sauce for a minute, and they're kind of like they have to start from scratch here and gain back trust and everything. And you know, they've that's the CEO, Chief Cool Cat here at the bottom that I'm sharing. Uh, it's him. Um, and so they seem to have like this whole like presentation yesterday, which is great. But the announcement of it, like I think, didn't live up to the to the hype that was put out uh, with the trailer and yeah. with everything. Like I thought they were finally gonna announce that they that that, that they were bought, <laughs> <laughs> but. It's I guess not, and the market, the market reacted accordingly. I mean, look, it went down actually. It doesn't look that like went that much down. I, I I read through it. I would say it's a disappointment versus maybe the expectations that they got bought, but it it did seem if I, I didn't have those expectations, I think I'd be like, you okay, know what went up? Me bits, uh, and <laughs> the stable coin, the the depeg the stable coin. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the only other thing maybe to pick up on is the. Like proof, I don't know if you've seen where proof is trading now, but that's proof been a quite a big move over the last. It, there was a trade at twenty-two yesterday. Oh, also the uh, Genesis Doodles Genesis boxes and um, duplicators just got destroyed yesterday. Duplicators <laughs> down forty percent. You're so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. cold, cold. You don't it's understand so why cold. that's funny, but <laughs> why is that funny? I was, I don't know what you guys are. So cold, so so cold. Um, it, it people look, people are just not like people. It's just not picking up. Like they, people did not. I, like, I people, mentioned it already. But, uh, so yeah, like the, the funny part is that like, Mando already said it. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, hold on. We we got we got these on here. We've talked about this plenty. What's your download on on? What's your personal opinion on what's going on with the Doodles Eco and the flow and and the 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 wearables and duplicator? It's not for me. That's my take. I mean, it nothing they're building is for me. Um, I sold my last Doodle. It was like a rainbow head that I minted for like fifty ETH, and I haven't really thought. <laughs> much about the doodles since i um, forgot about that if i'm being completely I honest with that. You, they're just really not building on a thing i care about aka i don't care about flow and they're not building products i care about which are like cute wearables for kids like i just don't really vibe and i'm not a mini putt player so there's just really not a lot to don't talk shit about mini putt Mini putt is awesome. I actually love uh, mini putt. Let's do top golf. Let's do some top. Okay, golf. perfect. I'll go to top golf with you. Damn, we had a big day yesterday. I'm seeing it. I didn't realize we were, we had a bigger day yesterday. A couple of sweeps. That was dope. Shout out EB7. I know he 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 bought a couple a few rugs. Oh, did EB7 buy? EB7 bought ten. Uh, and then um, but I think that's because oh, wow, he fell okay. in love with Corey Van Lue because um, we were at the studio yesterday, and I I invited a few folks to come down to hang out with and he saw Corey's art and was like holy shit and then he left and then he sends me a screenshot I was like I did a thing and I'm like what and so he went and bought rugs uh he was like he was like he's notoriously been waiting uh he even tweeted out he's like I'm just waiting for this collection to drop till I can finally trade it and then yesterday he was like he tells me he's like don't be mad at me if you see me trading and I'm like bro I love traders <laughs> Like you guys, you like traders. Actually, like that. You need that in a project. So I was like, you do you, <laughs> you do you, bro. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't saying shit. But he went and bought the rug just so he can get his own mint. So I, I thought, you know, respect. I love that. I, I really appreciate, you know, friends uh, showing some support. So it was him and a few. This random person just like I think um, also bought a few. But that's because as we're getting closer uh, and closer to time. Um, and so it's been pretty cool. I mean, we gave these a little FaceTime sneak peek of yeah. some of the traits, so it's pretty exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's the only other cool. thing I was going to say is the ACK editions yeah. seem to be the one that keep on coming up on my timeline. I know you, you're involved in that. These are you involved in that too, Osef? I have some too. I have a bunch. Uh, the yeah. no, I, you know, like ACK is one of my favorite artists. I don't own any, and I really like the. I actually really like the colors. I think it's like it's the sort of thing I'd actually have up like on, in my home. Which one is display. it? Again? So, but I'm just trying. To, I just know that there's going to be some ACK thing that I'm just going to be like, that's the one I want. I'm just kind of like saving my liquidity for that. Um, maybe the piano is his piano thing that really sick. So maybe I'll try and win a piano. You guys are probably going to end up buying like a one one from him. But you should check out. You should uh, in the meantime, you should check out his Pepe's. I mean that like he has a few fakes, um, and they're really cool. Um, and he's been uh, he's uh, he's he's done a few by now. Uh, and they're awesome. That's how I did. And I got the color. What is it called? Color. St- um, the color. Now people are trying to accumulate uh, full sets now of um, of uh, of the color um, collection. So it's uh, it's been pretty cool. But yeah, uh, shout out to ACK. Love his work. That's been uh, that's been uh, that's been doing pretty well over the recent days. So that's his Pepe's. I mean, he's got he's got quite a few. He's got the start, the fake wars from season five he's got fake tannic from season six and he's got grant yum so it's a it's a it's a tribute to 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 grant yun of course and it's it's two frogs it's it's two people actually uh performing uh 69 but in the shadow of it it's a frog uh it's great you absolutely love it <laughs> i love his work so much uh-huh. so there but you see but look at this like you'll see like look that's what these is trying to say right there's a hundred editions 
it's that 0.89 floor, and then you had the card with like thousand something. That's like that was north of two ETH. So when you compare like you know art and everything, it's not like one's overvalued, undervalued, whatever. It's just like you know, it's just different. And so you know, when if you're trying to zig when people zag, then there's definitely um, a lot of places to go um, and look at. But anyways, uh, in other news, um, in the uh, NFT space yesterday. Um, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to share my screen as well. I don't know if you guys saw all this uh, fuss about this bot network. Uh, <laughs> that was that was quite the um, that was uh, quite the conversation uh, overnight. I mean, yesterday was crazy. There was like a million Twitter spaces that erupted out of nowhere with like thousands of listeners uh, around. Allegedly, of course, allegedly, uh, until proven guilty, <laughs> guilty, allegedly a ring of uh, of a, a bots that basically. Um, over 200 projects have used in order to promote their project and uh, drive hype. So basically what they would do from the understanding that I have is that they would hire this network to do run a bunch of fake accounts, do a bunch of fake giveaways, and then drive hype, and then, you know, do the whole, like, hype thing, and then this much overhyped. And it's funny because a lot of the times, you know, even on Spaces, with, you know, these can probably attest to that. You guys can probably attest to that. We've been seeing projects come out in the last two years. And like, we've never heard of the founders. We've never heard of the project. We've never even seen them on a timeline. But again, we're here every day. Like, you know, we, I, I, think, I like to think that we're kind of like in, in, you know, we in the know because we have to host every morning. So it's not like we can come in with no material, right? We do our research the night before. We do a research the morning of. And we don't hear about these projects um, that have been coming about. And so it seems like um, this kind of explains that, right? That there's been this network this entire time. Um, that has been running and just people have been running um, uh, fake giveaways and fake everything on it. And it seems like a lot of the people that have been uh, accused of doing so are a bunch of alpha groups, if I'm not mistaken. Um, not really surprising, if you ask me, to be honest. Go figure as the alpha groups that are doing all this stuff. <laughs> to be honest, it's uh, it's kind of funny. And so last night, uh, last night, Leap was hosting his like, usual uh, very uh, old... Um, or uh, old, sorry, very late space, and uh, I got to a few thousand listeners, and uh, and a bunch of people started coming up uh, that were accused of uh, partaking in this uh, in this network, um, and uh, and obviously some of them were making the case, some of them were making a case against it. So I'm, I don't want to like point fingers, nor do I want to say like what I'm sharing on screen means it's like uh, like for sure that, but those are uh, allegedly this is what has been going on, and you know what, like when. When you when you think about it, like whether those people are the ones that are responsible for it or not, like it's pretty clear that this bot network has been happening. As a matter of fact, um, Ovi, you were probably a victim of it that one time you did a giveaway and that people like attacked yeah. you with a bunch of fakes. And I used you as an example yesterday of someone who genuinely was just on the on the other side, where like you did a giveaway and like a bunch of people came uh, on your account, and that's probably what happened to you, dude. And it really sucks, and I hate to see that. And a lot of people have been taking advantage of that. Um, of that network and charging quite a lot of money to help projects actually grow. So all these things that you used to see, like these giveaways like that, like all this shit, this entire time has been fake. And for me, like before leaving stage yesterday, I was like more of the story. You have two types of people in this space. You have the people like you guys. There was Kaleo on stage, the right guy. There was Leap. There's D's on this stage, you know, growing organic wow. brands, showing up every day, doing the damn fucking thing and getting low engagement, lower engagement, but still getting organic engagement. You have a bunch of half-assed wannabe influencers who come into the space, butting the shit out of it in order to drive sales and strictly make money and market different products and do so. And he literally admitted on stage, by the way. It's not like they were on stage saying, oh, this is all false. Some of them, and I respect that. I gave him some, some kudos for that, came up and said, listen, this is my job. Like I literally 
I'm paid to run giveaways for projects and help market them. That's all I do. I'm only here for the money. So as long as you're upfront with it, whatever it is. But uh, I think it's important for people to uh, to know that this is happening. And I did want to talk about it a little bit before we have a partner of the show today um, come up in, in about 10 minutes, but uh, that this has been going on. And so it's a 158-page um, doc uh, about this and then give examples. And guess what, guys? Guess what? I think, Mando, you're going to be pretty happy about this one. They used me in there, but as a positive example of what real... I was about to say, when I first saw the thread, I was no. waiting for your name. I was waiting for somebody to come for you. I was, I was uh, actually... But no, this was, this, was, <laughs> yeah. this was clean. Yeah, it says that... But, uh, but it makes sense. Engagement. But see, that makes sense. When I was seeing my giveaways, like I barely do some, but I do a radio giveaway, a cool cat giveaway. We did a paint by fuel, like a fuel paint drop getting 2,000 likes. Then you have like some random project that we've never heard about getting 70,000 likes. You already know something's wrong. I've been doing so, this stuff. For, I, mean, I think I'm on year 12 or 13 or 14 doing social media and growing brands on here, like on different platforms. I've seen it around and giveaways have ruined every single industry I've been in. And so, and this is what happens. I mean, profits, welcome on stage. GM, you were with me when this thing dropped. Like straight up, I was with her. <laughs> and, the, and the doc was, was going to munch. Like, yeah, you seen this thing? I'm like, no. I was like with Corey and stuff, like so locked into the art. And then at night is when I really made time to go into it. I mean, have you looked into it? And what's your download here? Uh, fuckery. And now that I just, <laughs> now that I just saw Fario is going to talk about it later today. Uh, oh, no. More bearish. Um, no, I'm gonna be honest. I, I could appreciate anybody who took the time to put this together for all the legitimate information that is in here. Um, but I just want everybody to think for a second, is this productive for the space? And if it is, then cool. And if it's not, we should, we should spend very minimal time on it because this is, this is like, I told you this last night too. I said, I, I, it was a it was very small, very small mathematical fucking equation I came up with while smoking the blunt. I said, okay, you could either come into the space and make no fucking money or you make some money and then you might get a thread. I'll, I'll fucking take the thread. Let's fucking, <laughs> fucking go. That's my take, bro. That's my take. And it was very funny how the first um, the first notifications go. I got was like, did you see Farouk in it? And I was like, okay, let's see. And then it's an example of you in a good way. I'm like, wow. I love that. We've evolved. We've evolved. Uh, I mean, look at this. I'm sharing the screen, Manda Ovi. It was, uh, in the, again, this is what the Solana Influencer bots look like. And a lot of them are just like, I was always wondering who this person was. I'm not saying he's a, he's involved, this Anglio guy getting like out of nowhere. Like, it's just a bunch of people. Like, a lot of these names that were even on stage yesterday, I was like, respectfully, guys, I've never heard about y'all. And they had oh, a bunch of Sol followers, guys. Solana Influencers. They're trying to, yeah, that's, that's the Solana Influencer. Yeah. They're sneaky. It, it, it was a lot on the Solana side, uh, but also on this side. It was a bunch of like um, anime projects and everything. And I guess they were like writing the coattails of Azuki and the anime meta. Bro, the youth the are in that project meta. Bro, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? I kind of agree with what I kind of agree with what uh, Prophet said. Like, I don't think there's anything we can really do about this. No. And like at the end of the day, people are gonna gonna keep on doing this. Like, there's money to be made, and if you clearly at like. It's kind of like when you get pitched shit coins when you first get into crypto. Yeah. There's always going to be, you're going to get hyped into some random project and then nothing happens. The only thing that, like, my takeaway from it was, was that, and I was even talking to you about this in the, it, like, earlier in the day for Oak, is like the amount of shit that Cool Cats or Doodles or Clone X yeah. or any project, Us. Like, <laughs> Rug Radio, DJs, like, whatever, gets as projects that are, have made it in genuine. Um, and yeah, maybe they've taken the direction wrong and maybe they've like overstepped the boundaries of like 
uh, okay, slip ups, like like everybody in life. Yeah, yeah. Or like they have maybe gone down a more commercial strategy down the line, but the amount of just like rugs, mm-hmm. slow rugs, silent rugs that everyone just forgets about. Like there has been billions of these that no one even like. It's almost because because it was a rug, everyone just like forgets about it and it goes to the back of their mind and they'd rather focus their attention on what's mm. relevant and there. People have just walked away with just hundreds of millions. Um, and often, yeah, they, they, some of this is orchestrated, but the amount of shit that the projects that are relevant get versus everyone just forgetting about the just the draining of funds to all this trash is just kind of crazy. Like when you, when you think, about, think about it like that, think about how dedicated the people who are here taking shit versus the people who can just do a scam and walk away, it kind of puts stuff into perspective a bit more. Yeah, I uh, actually, you know what? I'm, I think this is a great point. And, uh, and, uh, and you're right, you know, we, we tend to, to want to like crush the people within our eco that are genuinely trying versus like protecting and like teaming up. Even if you don't like someone, at least like, you don't have to say everything out as well. And you can also DM people. If you have problems with them, they will probably answer you, especially in the bear market. But I think uh, a lot of it is just like crazy. I think it's important though to just mention it. And Profits is right. We don't have to drag it for engagement purposes, which a lot of people will. For us, you know, we like to be topical. So I definitely want to mention it. But I think it's good for the people who are listening to us that are new into the space. Like you have to be careful. Like obviously just because someone has a bunch of followers doesn't mean they're legitimate and these giveaways are not always real, right? And you got to be careful. But in general, if you're an aspiring I guess there's a lot of inspiring influencers now. Uh, you should inspire to become an influencer, by the way. Uh, but um, just my two cents. But um, like there's a lot of aspiring people that want to build brands. Don't do it in the means of giveaways. Like another guy yesterday, Girl. I had to cut him off. Yes, go ahead. Bro, I just cut you off and I'm sorry. Bro, no, go the ahead. Fucking, the, the average child, uh, 12 and up, wants to be an influencer. So I now know. that adults over 25 years old are saying, I want to be... First of all, there's nothing with wanting to run a brand, right? Eventually, mm-hmm. you will turn into an influence because you have influence. But to, to say, I want to wake up and be an influence, we got to fucking be a little bit more self-aware. I just wanted to say that. I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. And the thing is, if you're planning... like my, my I guess my last like thoughts on this would be like, if you're looking to build a brand, like a genuine brand in the space, like those are examples of genuine brands that he shows I'm sharing the screen. But uh, if you're trying to, if you're trying to bring, build, build a genuine brand into the space, like... You don't have to do it all via giveaways. It's fine to giveaways here and there to give back to your to your to your holders, and it's fun. It's your followers. It's it's cool. We do it here and there, but you definitely don't want to do it because it's not a meaningful brand. Like it's just not gonna. You're gonna have these people that are always gonna expect something out of you, and you're gonna have this drop off in audience all the time. And that's what we were talking about. This one galaxy you say he had 150 thousand followers. I went to 250k twice, and I wrote it back down. So now his brand is like stuck to that, and he's gonna have so much trouble beating the algo and beating all these things. So if you're generally trying to build a personal brand in the space or brand for anything you're doing, don't go down that route. I guess that was my like, that's my like download on this. Whether this is real or not, which by the way, this bot network is 100% real. Now, whether those people are involved or behind it, there's a cabal, whatever you want to name it, I don't want to point fingers in that sense because we've had fingers pointed at us in the past and I think it's not cool with like fake stories. But, but, but there is something fishy and scummy going on in the space with regards to bots and Twitter and fake projects and fake giveaways and some the same group of people behind a lot of projects, et cetera, et cetera. So please be careful and definitely be careful with like, you know, uh, paid alpha groups. Um, you know, the information is free. Like y'all, all you have to do, you know, I'm going to do it, but you have to listen one an hour and a half every morning or the first 30 minutes. Forget me. 
listen to OSF and Mando, you know, 20, 30 minutes every morning on this show and you'll get your download, right? Like there's a lot of people generally hosting dope shows. We have a whole network of 50 plus creators, you know, like, you know, like Prophets here, they have their own show. You have Thread Guy, he has his own stuff. Like there's a, these, he hosts his Lindy's here and there. Like all this info is free and accessible all over your timeline. Like you don't have to pay for it, you know? And so it's out there. Uh, you know, don't be lazy, do your research and don't follow, uh, don't fall into these things because you're going to get burnt. I mean, look at these projects. Have you ever heard of these projects, Mando? You've heard of these? Ovi, look at this. Shinzo. I know Ether. I know Ether, which no, is I know like the project where they said it's coming up, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're saying that some projects and they did mention Memeland, et cetera, use this service. So basically, and that doesn't mean it's right. Again, allegedly. But they're saying that basically it's a service that this group of people have been offering. And then they go to all these like, I guess, giveaway influencers like the Popeye and all these people that you never hear from, but like, so, uh, uh, but that they have 200,000 followers somehow. Like, I know what it's like to build to have 300,000 something now organically from zero on NFTs. I know how hard it was. And I know what it took because y'all saw it. Like, these and I, we like grew our audiences pretty much side by side in the, in the summer of 2021 and all that year on spaces together. We know exactly what it took and how long it took and how organic it was. So when I see all these people come out of nowhere with like 50, 100, 150, 200, 300K, I'm like, whoa, like something's off here. And, and it's good, I guess, that someone just raise a flag and say, listen, maybe pay attention, you know, just, just look at what's going on there. I guess that's, what's good about a document like that. Right. Uh, rather than just saying, um, just, um, just like, you know, closing a blind, that turning a blind eye to it and, uh, and acting like it doesn't happen in our space because our space is so perfect and whatnot. Right. So I don't know, uh, Deez, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or if you looked into it, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, you know, cause we, I feel like you and I have chatted about this stuff before and how like sometimes it feels a little fishy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't dig super into all of the allegations last night, but we have talked about before how, you know, some of these projects that were getting hyped up that we never heard about, we just didn't understand where the hype was coming from. Um, you know, I haven't really spent time in paid alpha groups, so I don't know what's going on in those groups, but, uh, be curious to be a fly on the wall and just see what they're telling people because um a lot of that stuff in my head is like you know the the people who are the admins or the owners they eat first put it in a private group chat they eat then they put it in the alpha discord and then you know things might go crazy from there um so who the fuck knows what's going on but I, i i wouldn't be surprised if there is um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the thread makes it sound like there's an Illuminati that isn't there and it's just like hype and mimetic desire based, you know, human psychology shit going on. Yeah, I mean, he, the, but what's good in this and you guys should check it out, but they give examples of like what organic looks like. So they use like Frank, Wob, Pawns, Milk Bags, actually. Uh, they use K-Money and, um, and Threat Guy. A bunch of people we know is like the positive example, and then they use uh, then they, actually these you're here. <laughs> hey, as a positive example, there you go. That's oh, I thought you were about to say as a negative example. I'm like, yeah, I've been shadow banned all month. Maybe. No, you're I good. As a matter of fact, you're just sandwiched in between Ashley, Morgan, and Shillin. Uh, and uh... oh, some of the best positive examples I could think of. Like, <laughs> what what honor? What um, a very well thought out thread. And uh, feels like that's where you are actually at this stage, really, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you feel like that, that's your group. Yeah, yeah. Like and, uh, great examples, like Shillin, Morgan, and Dees. 
Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> but the, but at the end of the day, they, these are people that spent their time on spaces googling an audience. So you know it's, it's real. It's organic for sure. It's organic uh, for sure. I just wouldn't put these in that group. I can't imagine that if they were out right there. Now? Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's active right now? Uh, and so so yeah, this, it's it's actually interesting, man. I, I skimmed through it. Don't don't waste your day reading 158 pages. I just gave you all the TLDR because I, I just quickly went through it and I spent an hour or two hours yesterday on the Twitter space because it was a bunch of them on stage. It was crazy. It was like Leap, Thread Guy, Kuro hosted with like, and then you had me, Kelio and stuff and then the other side, like four of the alpha guys like just talking and like, it, they were going back and forth. It was interesting though. It was an interesting space until they bought it the space and got it uh, and then Twitter broke and it shut down because the space got bought it by someone. So yeah, uh, interesting. Uh, a lot of random projects, a lot of projects that you know. Uh, so, you know, definitely if uh, something seems weird with regards to um, to engagement, uh, definitely uh, pay uh, attention to that. Uh, we're just running through some troubleshooting in the back. I know JC was on stage with us behind the rug radio. Mike is uh, is handling it. But if Aaron and the Geller Gordons are here, uh, you want to request to speak bottom left. But you have to be on a mobile uh, because on the it's still not work. doesn't work on the um, on the on the computer, but see, I even have a list of projects here. Look at this. Look at this list of projects, right? That have used the botnet, right? Mando, like I'm sharing the screen right now. Like, do you have? There's like 200 of them, bro. It's like 270 something. It's so many. I'm, I haven't heard of any of them. I mean, you've heard of this. I one, haven't heard but of. That's it. Yeah, of course. I've, I've heard of like the. Like, I've heard of that's this it. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure they all sold out, and Dude, no one. No one really Wabi Sabi Eliu Third Eye Club, like. Lunar takes whiskers, one one shiki guy, multiversal clementines get like I've never heard of these things, and we're literally here every single day. Now there's a lot of stuff that happens in the in the in the space, so you're not supposed to catch everything, right? And I don't expect anyone uh, uh, to catch everything, but come on, man, uh, two hundred seventy four projects to be precise are accused to have allegedly uh, used um, the the um, you know. To have used uh, this network, but anyways, so that's um, that's about it from uh, from that front. You can see how it happens there, right? Like, how do you if you start a project, mm-hmm. like how do you build hype? Like, what is the best way to build hype? Apart from, and the easy answer is that be a genuine person in the space for a while, well, and then yeah, people will be answer. like, oh, okay, like yeah. I like that guy. But if um, if it's not that, then I can see why people are doing this. I, the thing is, you can see why people are doing this, but it's just not sustainable. Right, like it's not a sustainable b- way of building a business, a brand, project, uh, influence, mm. or whatever it is. It's just not sustainable, right? Like it hurts. Like when Ovi got bought it over this one giveaway, like up until last week, like he's been like struggling against the algo to like bake it back, and he fought it. And now he's on the other side of it. But that took like what six months, Ovi? Like three months, four months? I, how, when was it? Like it was so long. Still not on the still not on the other side of it. Actually, I still I still drop I drop followers still yeah. every day. It's funny. I always call him Ovi when he has like a mouthful of food. Uh, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's 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 crazy so it is what it is uh so i think it was important to mention and then and then yeah but i see aaron's joined us on stage so we'll talk about coinbase tomorrow but yeah the coinbase nft marketplace seems like it's fully shutting down and speaking of which actually rug.fm forward slash rewards the code today you only have 20 minutes that's half an hour to claim it rug.fm forward slash rewards opt in if you want a rug radio membership as a genesis nft and the code is coinbase <laughs> <laughs> so C O I N. You're really trolling people, aren't you? I mean, I need to find a code every day, and I have to be like, uh, like I have to like figure it out. So I figure I'll just like make every time a code that is uh, relatable to our space. But we didn't get to talk about Coinbase, but yeah, yeah. The other day was Canto. That was what I got. And yesterday was Fed. But Coinbase, C O I N B A S E. Coinbase, the code to earn five rock token for 
uh, for uh, listening in on today's Twitter spaces. And you got to have, of course, our NFTs to opt in. But anyways, anyways, I'm going to transition here to our partner of this morning's GM Web3 show on Rug Radio, Aaron Murray. Good morning, GM. How you doing? Good morning. Hey, uh, you know, now that I stopped trying to connect on my desktop, I think things are going pretty well. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was telling JC, because you, when you guys said that you guys don't have the mic button, yeah. I'm like, oh, they have to be on the co- computer. Yeah. And trust me, Aaron, you're not the first only person that's waiting for Twitter spaces to finally be available on a damn desktop. But I guess we're going to have to wait a little more for that. Um, I think we're all waiting for that. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I blame Elon. That's all, that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah. If, if you, if, unless usually you blame me, but in this case, when it's Twitter, just blame Elon. Uh, it's, it's it's faster, it's better. Uh, but you know, hopefully things are starting to work smoother and whatnot. I don't know if the Gilder Gordians games you guys wanted to bring it up, but you know, let me know. We'll bring him up. You just have to request to speak, um, and uh, and we'll get them up. But let's get into it though. In the meantime, I mean, uh, we're we're talking to the, you know Aaron Murray of Gilder Gordians, which is a, a project owned. By uh, by uh, by Immutable X, which is super cool. I mean, super famous RPG game in the space with a million people on the wait list. It's absolutely nuts. And so, Aaron, I mean, nobody better than yourself to talk about the project, to introduce it, to talk about it. But let me first ask you uh, a little bit about your background, Aaron. You know who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first, I, I don't know if I said thanks yet, but yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, this is, um, yeah, every, everything you just threw out about you know, guardians and, you know, wait list and, and all that. It's a bit uh, inside out for me. You know, my background, I come from, you know, console games, uh, been making video games for way, 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 way too long. And, uh, but, you know, yeah, PC, console, mobile, VR, sort of every different permutation of uh, games that, you know, that we can, that we can come up with, right? You know, with Web3 being sort of, you know, the vanguard, the newest thing. And um, yeah, um, and then I've, I've, you know, worked on pretty much, you know, any genre we can think of, uh, you know, I got started making sports games, uh, you know, Tiger Woods golf back when, you know, that was allowed and, uh, you know, Madden football and, you know, The Sims and, uh, you know, music games, um, you know, before I, I came on to, you know, Kill the Guardians, I uh, had gone pretty deep on, you know, working on linear, you know, cinematic franchise work you know so with star trek star wars dress world uh, that that sort of thing and um yeah so pretty traditional um i don't want to say old school you know games background and um you know been with immutable for over two years now you know um joined was the second person on the guardians project and uh you know we've been you know working our asses off for the last two years, uh, two plus years on this thing. Uh, and, and to circle back to the, you know, the wait list comment from a moment ago. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of hype. There's a ton of expectations. There's a ton of pressure, uh, which I think is great. You know, let's, you know, let's do it. We also, we, we, we want to make sure that we're, we're doing yeah. our best, right? We want to make sure that we're, you know, we're making the best thing that we can. No, absolutely. And I love I love to see that. That's why I wanted to ask you about your background yeah. first. So it seems like you've had quite the background. Uh, you've worked on a lot of things in the past, but maybe you want to introduce maybe what Guild of Guardian. Sorry, Randall keeps making fun of me because I'm having trouble saying Guild of Guardian. <laughs> Pardon my French, okay? You can, uh, but sometimes they are... Wor- <laughs> call it Guardians. Call it... Guild Gal- of Guardians is coming on today. Gal- Gal- yeah. Shut up, Randall. Gal- I didn't say Guild of Guardians. 
No. Guild of Guardians. Here we go. Let's hear about Don't be making fun of me, too, okay? I'm trying to help. I'm just trying to help. I'm literally the only reason I'm here today is to help out. I love that. I love that. And so so talk to me. Uh, talk to me yeah. more about Guild of Guardians. And if I'm not mistaken, it's owned by Immutable, which is really impressive. Wait, wait, wait. Guild, Guild of what? What Shut was up. that? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I just need to hear that one more time. I think it's Gord of Gilligan's is what I is what I think. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, Osa and Lando. Um, I'm not sure if I'm on mute right now, but just so you guys know, this is like a partner today on the show. So maybe like you know, like I know, I know, together. we're trying to get okay. a game right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take over the interview from now. Let's, uh, let's hear about Gilligan. Is this like Guardians of the Galaxy space? Like where? It's, it's, look. I'll, I'll be the first one to say like it's a it's a mouthful, man. Like it's that's a lot of that's a lot of G's and R's and L's going on in there. Like it's a it's a it's a mouthful. Um, no, but let, yeah. let's talk about it, bro. Like, this is actually hyped as yeah. fuck. Like, when I posted that we're doing the spaces with you guys, literally, I don't think I've ever had so many, like, quote tweets saying that they're excited for, t- for, for you to come on. Yes. And so I'm really excited yeah. for you to tell us more about this game, right? Like, this mobile RPG and everything y'all have been building. Because obviously, it's big. Uh, you guys are involved in Immutable. Like, it's no small thing. Yeah. And, and gaming is absolutely like, popping right now. We talk about gaming every week on the show. So give us a TLDR, Aaron, yes. and tell us more about this. Uh, all right, where to start with the gourd of... Galvers. Um, they <laughs> so look, it's at its core, like at its core, it's uh like you said, look, it's a mobile RPG. Um there's an A in there somewhere for action, you know, TBD to be completely honest on, on you know a lot of the specifics here. But look, yeah, it's a mobile RPG. Um it's hero based, right? Yeah, I think uh I think you guys have seen 35 or well with esports heroes let's say 40 some odd heroes so right out of the gate um you know there's no there's no we're not we're not like tap dancing around and, oh we're gonna launch with 20 heroes no like fuck it this is a hero based thing there's a shitload of heroes and uh you know that makes up a big part of the that's the heart and soul of the the game but like look we're building this game what I'm trying to get to, but I'm tripping over myself, is we're building from you know the jump. The the goal here has been we're building this game, but that's just the first brick. And we're building this is a universe, this is a world. Um, you know we've been you know feverishly cranking through lore and world building and you know backstories for everything. You know going back you know thousand years and all this. And we've been probably I'll, I'll be the first to admit it a bit too shy maybe tight-lipped with sharing that out um but that's you know it 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 comes from a place of good intentions right of like we don't want to uh you know as little as we've shared and it's sort of overheated you know we it it could be that much worse right so we're we're trying to be really intentional about that but anyways look it's um um you know a new franchise from the ground up you know hero focused so super character focused we're uh you know, the goal right now is to build the best mobile RPG that we can build, right? And and that's really hard to do, especially, you know, an RPG on console is really hard to do. An RPG on mobile is insanely hard to do, right? Um, one of the things that I say often is we're inventing this, you know, and I think li- listening to you guys before I came on, uh, I'm digressing here for a moment. This is really important to what we're trying to build. 
is, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, going with your eyes open, you know, watch out for the rug pulls, you know, be aware of, you know, paid alphas and, you know, prepay for this or whatever. Um, and uh, we're hyper aware of that. And we're hyper aware of, you know, every project that's come before us. And even two years ago when we were starting, nobody knew what the hell an NFT was in, you know, fall of 2020. Um, and, and myself coming from traditional games, you know, like, okay, if we're going to do this, then we got to do it right. It's got to be a kick-ass game first, right? And then that's hard. One of the things I say about video games is everything is hard. <laughs> like, like everything is hard. Don't believe everything you see on Twitter and YouTube with some kid cranking out levels in Unreal in like 20 minutes. Like none of that's real. That's all fake. So um, we're building, it's a, the guts of it. It's a classic dungeon crawling RPG. Got tons of, tons of dungeons, tons of monsters, um, loot. But that's been one of the biggest challenges for us is, is, is how do we make loot meaningful in a Web3 context, right? Because it's not just Diablo. Everybody, we all remember uh, the, the Diablo 3, the real money uh, auction house. That is seared into our brains from I don't know, almost 10 plus years ago. So, um, but, but yeah, the guts of, look, this is classic. We want it to be familiar. We want people to, to, you know, you can look at, if you guys have seen the videos, you know, the GIFs from, you know, pre, 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 alpha drops. Um, you can look at it, you know, you, you can tell what's going on. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, there's an isometric camera. There's a bunch of, there's some heroes running around. There's a shitload of skeletons and zombies and uh, you know, lizard people and tentacles and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And you, you, that, yeah. that part is like pretty straightforward, right? Um, but um yeah, I mean, I, I could I could go on, but I'm going to say something I probably shouldn't say. So I'll stop. No, I'll we stop got right you. There. Don't yeah, worry. We can get into some more detail and some other stuff. But yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to Mando yeah. uh, because pretty familiar with that. And then of course I've got a few questions for you guys because then you guys got a NFT sale yes. coming up and everything, yes. and then you guys want to talk about that. But Mando, go on. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I, I mean, I've heard of Golden Guardian since I first came into this space. It's been it's been kind of on the. Uh, one of the main games to kind of come out um, since what 2021. I mean, obviously, everyone even knew in 2021 the, when these games are starting to be talked about that it was going to take a long time to develop them. How has the last kind of two-ish years, 18 months, been for you guys? I know there was probably a, I, I seem to remember the large NFT sale at the mm -hmm. start, um, and then has there been any like pre-alpha games or like um, yeah, just where are you now in terms of yeah. the development? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll give a bit of a of a history run through and in the end of it will be the answer, but it'll, it'll provide a lot of context, right? Um, it's a great question, by the way, we should, maybe we should have started there uh, with what the hell is this thing? Um, but uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks yeah, Aaron. Yeah. For, no, I, no, I know no, I'm no, a terrible one myself. Cause I guys, I will I'm fucking with ramble you. <laughs> and digress. And like, if this is grab the handlebars back whenever you need to, let's, well, we got you. We got you. Yeah. King. Oh, Don't thanks, worry about thanks, it. Thanks man. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, we've been in development, um, real, like late, late 2020. Right. And, um, you know, the first chunk of that is, you know, what we would you know tr traditionally call like pre-production. Um, but, um, you know, the goal was, uh, again, and there weren't even really any comps. I mean, this was, I think pre Axie or Axie had just like really nobody even knew what people were going to react to, you know, like we knew that we knew that we could make a bunch of art 
a bunch of kick-ass art and get people really excited. Um, but then again, that's kind of fake and we don't, we don't want to do that. And so from the beginning, we've held ourselves to the, the notion of like even, so we did a pre-sale, we would call our founders pre-sale in, I think it was late spring of 21. You know, we sold some legendaries and we sold, and I think we did a, a yeah, that's what I yeah, and then we did a follow-up sale uh, later that year. And, uh, and look, and we are, um, you know, absolutely, uh, you know, the, the people who bought in, 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 in that founder sale, like our, our founders and those, those investors and those players who have been waiting patiently for so long. Like we, like the only word I can use is like, like we appreciate them, right? Like I don't really hang out in discord too much. I'm not the guy interacting with the community on a day-to-day -day basis already. So, you know, if you guys are hearing this from me, like, I mean this, like from the depths of my soul, like, like, thank you. Like, holy shit. We appreciate you guys. Um, uh, on some level, it just feels like me, like apologizing to my wife for something that I did, um, and and so, Aaron is so to be clear. To be clear, yeah. two years I think was kind of what people were talking I about these so, sort of right? games, right? Like, there's some games which are, which were raising at that time, and then it, it they're not even close to being uh, the it, next stages of development. It, it feels like, or well, probably never will. That goes back to you know what I was saying before about everything is hard. Um, in games, you know, to the point where, you know, on my teams, I ban the word, you know, we don't use the word easy. Look, and I'm the creative director. We're not writing code. You know, we're not developing, you know, backend uh, whatever or, or interacting with Wallace and solving crazy problems like that. You know, we're doing creative work. We're doing content work. And even then, like, we don't use the word easy. We can say it's straightforward. We can say that it seems, oh, that solution seems obvious or whatever. But like, nothing is easy. Everything is hard. It's so hard. You know, because we have to invent everything from, from scratch. And so um, development has been, you know, progressing at, at, at a pretty consistent pace over these two years. Um, there have been challenges. Um, I don't think that's a secret. Um, I think everyone would agree that uh, we could probably do a better job being transparent about that. Um, and that's completely fair. Um, I'll take that note. I will say, though... And again, because nobody really knows how this works, right? Uh, where, you know, we'll look back five years from now and be like, oh, yeah, look, you know, you can connect the SSD jobs quote, right? You look back and you connect all the dots and oh, it was obvious. But right now we're in the woods and like how much is too much to share and how much, you know, if the, the bus catches on fire and falls over and, and then, you know, sets off a huge, you know, blazing inferno. Uh, well, okay, well, we can get that fixed, but like how much do we share right out of the gate? Because then... There's, there's so many, uh, you know, factors to consider, like, internally and externally as well, right? So, um, but yeah, development has been going. Development is always, uh, look, if we were, if our mission, uh, for, forget what we say externally. Forget whatever we say public-facing. If our internal yeah. philosophy was fast follows, um, and cranking out content. Uh, you know, when I was at Ubisoft, we worked in a division called uh, Third Party. I won't mention any of the titles, but we called it the Ass Cannon. And the idea, I have a piece of artwork for it somewhere where just imagine like a, like a, like a, a howitzer, but it's a revolver. And every three months, yeah. you load another piece of shit into the Ass Cannon and launch it out into the market. Um, if, if that was what we were aiming for, then this thing would have been live a year and a half ago. But that's not what we're here for. 
you know, we want to build something genuinely great. We want to define uh, what's possible in this, and not just in the Web3 space, but like in the, the, the games, the gaming space, right? Because um, I'll be the first one to admit, like, I'm not crazy about the vast majority of mobile RPGs. It's weird. Form factor is weird. Uh, these, this one's uh, vertical. This one's horizontal. This one's an autoplay. This one, the gameplay, there's no feel. It sucks. The graphics are optimized for a 12-year-old galaxy. Like, it's, it's, it's I, I don't consider it a solved problem. And, like, that's a big part of what we're trying to uh, solve is like, how do we make this thing genuinely great? That is so hard, especially with a team that is building a studio from scratch. I know these sound like excuses. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to build some context. Um, no, so no, definitely not. You're good. Definitely, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> I, all the crazy things of building. It's a startup, right? Uh, immutable, we're a few years down the road, uh, you know, a, a mature company in the space, uh, which is great, which definitely makes our lives easier in, 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 in a lot of ways, but it's still a startup, right? Um, uh, and, um, you know, and then building a, a, a team from scratch, you know, building partnerships and relationships from scratch. Um, you know, I can bring in, uh, art vendors or animation studios that I've been working with for a decade, but it's still a new project. It's a new context. It's a new code base. It's a new, this, it's a new, that. Um, and so everything is, um, um, and then, so even when things are, are, are running as smoothly as you want them to, you know, there's still bumps in the road, right? There might be a disconnect. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I, I just, I kind of want to, I kind of want you to stop yeah, on that, right? Yeah. And ask you this question. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you said you have this background in, 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 in gaming. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and I know, cause I've seen your, your bio, of course, you've played, you've worked at EA, mm -hmm. you worked at Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing this for 17 years. You've had like, you have 17 years of experience in, in video games and interactive and storytelling and everything. Mm -hmm. So you actually have like, you, you have a pretty stacked like uh, background. Um, you know, worked on the same Star Trek, Jurassic World, Transformers, and a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. So you've actually helped with a lot of IPs in, in web too. So I guess very simple question yeah. for you, Aaron, like, I'd love to ask you like, um, you know, what, what do you, what's it, what sets it you know, apart, like a game in web two versus like a guild of Gordian that yeah. you're building in web three. Yeah. That's, um, let me say one thing really quickly to, to close the loop on that last thought. And then I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to run at that one full speed. Um, everything that I just said, uh, everything about development being difficult timelines and everything that I'm going to go into with what sets this apart is this is all extremely normal. This is all very extremely normal. Uh, and, and if anyone in the Web3 space is getting frustrated with, uh, you know, development and everything, I would say just go hang out in the, the Halo subreddit um, or, or, you know, Destiny or, or FIFA. And this is all, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this is all extremely normal, right? And, and all I can do is, look, look, we measure a lot of the work we do in apologies per minute, right? Um, how often am, am I or another you know, creative or developer, how much, how often are we apologizing to, you know, to the community, to ourselves? Um, but to actually answer your question, so what, what sets this apart is, um, you know, so to me, uh, and I, 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 I'll start by speaking for myself, um, is what's most compelling about this, and this is, this is an opportunity, is, and this is what we're pushing towards, is, is it's the collaboration. It's this model of development. It's this model of when we get to it, what a live service looks like, where we're, we're genuinely, truthfully, and meaningfully, that word is really important to me. It's meaningfully 
collaborating with, uh, you know, the audience and the community. And look, like I mentioned before, you know, I worked on The Sims. Um, and it, when we look at the principles of what a Web3 community and Web3, uh, again, collaboration um, looks like, these are things that The Sims community solved and figured out on their own in, in, in forums, uh, you know, 20 years ago, right? Um, and just now the industry is, 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 is sort of, you know, circling back around to that, taking notice of that. You know, when we look at, you know, the empowerment of content creators, when we look at how a community, when we talk about, uh, you know, decentralization, um, you know, where, you know, people are voting, whether explicitly or implicitly, you know, the, the cream rises to the top. I mean, this is, this is, uh, you know, Minecraft to a degree, but, you know, again, Sims was doing this in the mod scene on PC as well, right? That's a little bit different. So that's the angle that I'm most interested in is like, what does, what does building this universe, um, this franchise, the, the, the backstories of these characters, these relationships, the earth shattering cataclysms, uh, in the past and, and, and ones that lie ahead. What does that look like when we're building that and experiencing that together? You know, when I'm, I'm not coming down off the mountain with two stone tablets, I might be coming down with uh, some napkin sketches and maybe one stone tablet, and then we're going to figure out the rest of it together, right? That, see, that's the most exciting part of it. Um, and, you know, everything flows into that, right? We can talk about tokenomics. We can talk about, you know, federated voting and, and, and you know, digital asset ownership and all this. Um, but like, to me, like that, that's the most important part of this, right? Um, that's what web three truly means. And, um, you know, there, that's what sets this apart. And, and we're trying to build this, all of that in to the game, but then also all the other, the, the ancillary, uh, you know, the content, I, I dig up the word transmedia from the nineties all the time. Um, and, you know, we're not there yet. That's over the horizon. I'm talking with my hands, you can see that. That's over the horizon. You know, we're going to get there, and that's going to be a crit an absolutely critical part of this. Is um, and I think that's what sets Web three apart from Web two, Web two, whatever you want to call it, traditional gaming. But then also, that's what's yeah. going to set. That's what will set Guild of Guardians, Guild of Guardians, Gord of Gord, Gord, <laughs> yeah, Gog. Apart from other Web three games, is, is is we're genuinely committed to that. I mean, it's not even committed to it. I mean, that's part of our core philosophy, right? Yeah. And, and you know, I kind of want to ask mm -hmm. you, so leading up to mm -hmm. that, um, Aaron, you know, it's, uh, talk to me about, talk about this NFT drop you guys got coming up, right? Because you guys are minting, I believe you have an NFT sale on, on February 8th, right? So that's coming, that's coming pretty soon. Um, kind of want to talk to you about if you can, you want to give me like the download on that in our audience yes. in terms of like, you know, when the NFTs are going on sale and like, and what does it mean? Like, what does NFTs do with regards to like everything that you've been building uh, in the game? It's um, yeah. So we have a, actually it's really exciting. Uh, this, you know, we call it the esports partnership, you know, and we've partnered with eight of the biggest, you know, esports teams in, in, in the space. And um, we're developing, this is, a, <laughs> I'm a bit, this is really exciting for me personally. And, it, and I think that will resonate through, you know, when people see, uh, you know, the, the stuff and, and can see it in game and, and, and see it in context, it'll, it'll resonate even more. Um, I'm a contrarian at heart when it comes to 
partnerships. I think I was scarred very early, very when I was in my early 20s, uh, putting Snickers ads in Madden football <laughs> and uh, you know, stuff like that. And so I, I'm very allergic to, uh, you know, product placement or things that feel, you know, uh, Nathan Drake wearing a, a Subway t-shirt, right? Like that just rubs me the wrong way. And so this, this esports partnership, and this has been in the works for over a year, right? And so and, and I, I want to be clear on that front that that's part of, again, that's part of our, that, that philosophy of what we want to make genuinely great stuff. Yes, there's opportunities, partnerships that we're leaning into, but, but the first part of it, the core of it, whatever words you want to throw at it is like, we want to make great sh shit, right? And um, esports partnership comes along and we, we come up with the idea. I was like, look, we're not just going to do skins. We're not just going to do, um, you know, cheap throwaway accessories. Let's do something again, meaningful for the teams, but for the players, for people or, or, or investors or people who want to just buy stuff and look at it, right? Um, and, 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 you know, we landed on heroes, right? So, so we have eight original guardians, you know, each one representing uh, each of our uh, partner teams. Um, and I, I think some or most of them are, are out public facing right now, so you, you can get a look at them. And um, I, I think the res results speak for themselves. I think these are the uh, most exciting guardians that we've developed to date you know we've been working on this for a while we understand you know our shape language and what they're supposed to look like and what's compelling and, and, all, and all this kind of stuff um yeah and and these are these are the best guardians uh that we've done yet i think they're 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 badass and uh which sounds dad words but like but and but, <laughs> yeah, not, but they're not i say badass, yeah, they're, they're badass. <laughs> no but 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 we wanted to be again we wanted to make something uh, I wrote a rule book like a year and a half ago where I was like, any partnership we do uh, with assets that live in our game, it has to be seamless. It has to feel um, uh, truthful, you know, in our world, in our weird little low poly sculptural, uh, weird fantasy world of Guild of Guardians. Uh, if we do a partnership with these esports teams, then, and we do these heroes, then these heroes have to seamlessly exist you know no um uh um saints row cutscene stuff where you're talking to the president and it pans over and you're in a chicken suit that's not you know we, we we're, we're very carefully crafting a, a tone and uh, a vision for this world and so anyone who comes in uh, and partners with us you know we they need to be bought into that as well and, and i can't say enough about these teams because they you know they get it and and so we developed these you know these aren't people running around in jerseys you know, each of these heroes, we dug into the background and, uh, you know, the fan base and the, the history and, the, you know, the ethos of each of these teams and, and, and wanted to develop characters that, you know, truly expressed who these teams are, right? And, and, and who their fans yeah. are to, to an extent. And um, I don't, I know this might sound too full of shit, but I don't know that anyone, definitely in the Web3 space, but I think even in like the, the, the console space has really gone at this sort of opportunity from the angle that we have, or, or even, let's say maybe committed to it, to the level that we have. I'm sure someone, the, the comments here are going to fill up with a hundred examples of them that I'm forgetting. Um, but uh, so that's what makes this special, right? Cause it's coming from the right place. So we've got the sale uh, on the eighth 
Um, and, uh, you know, people are going to be able to get their hands on them. We've got, um, some really exciting content, uh, and materials coming out between now and then, um, you know, we have some teams, you know, working feverishly, furiously, how many more, uh, adverbs can I throw at that, uh, to, 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 to pull together some like genuine, and again, some of the best work we've done on this project is going to be coming out here over the next week. And we're, we're, we're genuinely proud of it. And, and that's all I ever want to be able to say about anything, right? You know, so we took something that could have felt like a, uh, a cash grab. We took something that could have felt like a really cynical mercenary, uh, like marketing play and, um, you know, turned it completely inside out and, and, and turned it into something that is, you know, seamless and, and, you know, true to, to, to what this game is. Um, and then even beyond that, there's, uh, these aren't just things you can buy. I mean, there's the utility aspect of it. There's the, um, you know, there's no secret that like part of this is to expand the audience, right? We want to expand, um, you know, to, you know, these sports audience and the mainstream audience. So um, that's a big part of this as well. Hell yeah. I do want to go to big turns here uh, before we close up. Uh, you know, you're a senior community manager for Gila Gordian. And maybe if you wanted to add to, you know, the sale you guys got coming up with NFTs and what they're going to do with Nurico. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, guys, how are we? All the way from Australia right now. Uh, it's one o'clock in the morning. Uh, Aaron's Damn. been absolutely doing a brilliant job. But yeah, it's the dedication to the cause. So uh, the community's been wild uh, lately. I don't know if anyone's jumped in the Discord, but check it out. It's been so mental. We had to create like a separate group for our um, NFTs, uh, like our NFT holders, uh, because they're like, they just can't get a word in. Uh, so that's, a, that's always like a good problem to have. You know, you got too much hype, too much FOMO. Um, but yeah, no, Aaron's been, been doing a great job. I want to jump up, you know, a little bit self-absorbent, like uh, look at me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just to add on to what Aaron's, Aaron's been saying, like, you know, these, these um, uh, eSports orgs, they've had a pretty big part as well in sort of designing these, these characters. I know like Aaron and, and the rest of the creative team, like they've been back and forth definitely a few times because they really want to put their little creative touch and, and spin on things. Um, and then like, you know, just as well, just to uh, add on to what, what Aaron was saying is like we, you know, as, as GOG, we're, and, you know, <laughs> sometimes like in the communities, you know, we, we keep this in mind with the community as well. And I, I know I'm like this myself. We live in such a fast-paced industry right now. Uh, crypto is changing day to day. I mean, you guys, given like the, the market spill at the start, like, and, and, you know, that could change next week, hopefully for the better. Um, uh, but, you know, so things are rapidly changing. And so what we're trying to do at the moment is plant a few seeds for the long term. Uh, so not only trying to, you know, and this is something that a lot of projects get caught up with is just trying to chase the trend. And so um, something that's pretty uh, pretty big with this esports sales, we're trying to get ahead of it. Um, so we're planting these seeds for the long term. Uh, and yeah, we got, man, we got some exciting stuff. We're really in, at a sort of a pivotal point with GOG at the moment where, you know, the talent we've got coming on board uh, staff-wise is insane like uh for for example for example I'll, I'll i'll pass the mic back over in a second but like 2017 it was when i first got into crypto it was also when i first got into league of legends and i knew at that time i was like 
crypto is like wild and you know i didn't know that much at, at, at the time but you know going all in on litecoin and and iota and a few other of these uh dgen plays um but also at the same time i was uh balls deep on league uh league of legends and at the time i just remember thinking like there'd be nothing cooler than working for right games or like you know working on a game of this size and then today like my manager like my boss uh, she was like you know one of these top like uh uh one uh, one of the top dogs in riot games so the the talent we've got coming into gog the talent we've got coming into immutable right now is like next level and i don't think anyone really knows like all these people are coming in uh, much like aaron you know like we've got some crazy talent uh but yeah i just want to uh, do that little spill as well just let you guys know about these other things but Hell yeah, that's super cool. And so, and so, you know, big turds here. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go to you real quick as as we as we uh, as we wind down. Uh, but sure. where where would where would be the first place? Uh, where would be the first place uh, to um, to uh, to find out more about this up and coming drop and whatnot, where people can really come and like be part of this crazy community talk. Oh man, I love the energy. I love the energy. Uh, so yeah, one um, a.m. madness. Uh, try and match that, but. Um, uh, Look, you gotta be you gotta be in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, what are you doing with your life? Jump in our Discord. It's uh, Guild of Guardians. Uh, I mean, just we've got the we've got Guild of Guardians in the call here. Uh, uh, call the Twitter space. Uh, click on that, and we've got like our, our link tree to everything. Um, jump in the Discord, and then we've got a rewards portal at the moment. So uh, you might have noticed that we got a bit more traffic on this Twitter space at the moment. Uh, we got some rewards going out to different people for undertaking certain quests. Uh, so yeah, the the community at the moment they're raking it in. Uh, so if you want to, you know, get involved with something like that, we got some cool little uh, rewards and raffles and stuff like that underway as well. I love that. That's awesome. So it's the Guild of Gordian. That's the Twitter. <laughs> Guild of Gordian. I've become pretty good at it. It's the one with the was, I like a Boston accent or something, you know, Gordians. Yeah, there <laughs> you go, like... Gordians. It's uh, I got I got pretty good with it. And it's the one with the one with 145,000 followers if you're sitting live listening live mm -hmm. or if you're listening on replay on Spotify because we do put Plodux show everywhere across all platforms right immediately after is what Jazz does right away. And so it's in the link in my bio. You can check it out. I mean, Big Turds, Aaron, Guild of Gordian, thanks for coming up and partnering with us this morning on the show. It was a pleasure to have you all. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks for, uh, yeah. thanks for having us, guys. This was, uh, this was a blast. Thanks, Aaron. Definitely. That was fun. Thanks so that much. Was, that, was, that was a hell of fun. <laughs> Mando, that was that was another great show. I guess week five's coming to the end on, on tomorrow. You know of uh, of the show. Are we Friday tomorrow? Hell yeah, we're Friday tomorrow. I don't big know week we next go. week. Big week next week. What's next week? Four days away. Golden, I generally think you live in an aquarium. <laughs> I don't know what headset he's got going on, but he <laughs> in my mind he's got one of those like nineteen fifties diving suits on. A hundred percent. He's got the diving suit on, and he's got the like. Uh, He's got the, the 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 this whole like thing on with the with the tuba, the tube going outside the water. <laughs> He's locked in a closet in Dread Guy's basement. <laughs> oh my god! So, these that was a pleasure having you with this GM, and uh, and with that, with that, with that, we'll see y'all tomorrow morning, ten thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time, seven thirty a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GM Web Three R Rock Radio. Let's go. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day.